0: Terry Nooner joins us, the new head women's basketball coach at Wichita State, former Kansas Jayhawk. Terry, welcome.
1: Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to finally get down here in Wichita and get to work.
0: You bet. Well, first, before we start, condolences on the recent loss of your father. I know how difficult that is, so very, very sorry about that
1: thank you it means it means a lot i mean he was a strong man I, I i mean i give a lot to especially to my personality a lot of people talk about my laugh and my sense of humor and those kind of things that's where I, I know that's where i got from him and just um his toughness and and everybody always says we looked alike so
0: Well, lucky him, right? You're a pretty handsome guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So I'm just glad he's in a better place and he's not in pain no more. And I was able to, you know, spend the last few weeks with him every day and and say my last goodbyes and tell him how much I loved him and how much I cared about him. So I think that was a, that was a blessing, even in a tough situation.
0: So, so let's get into your coaching, uh, coaching career. And I know Jeff has several questions as well. So, when did did it become apparent to you terry that uh coaching was going to kind of take you to the women's side of the game uh, to where you you were going to coach women when did that thought first uh, get into your head and uh, just talk a little bit about that
1: so i got my my first starting coaching i mean first of all i never even thought i would ever be a coach i never wanted to be a coach um, I thought it was stressful, and and it was you know put a lot of stress on a person's body. And I thought about all the <clears throat> the mischievous things I did as a player, especially in college, and things like that. And I just thought it was it was too much. I mean, the coaches I've been around, like Roy Williams, and then you know just as I started studying, you know, Coach Self and people like that were you know these are great to the greats. And I thought you had to be a Roy Williams or a Bill Self to even be a college coach. <laughs> so I was kind of intimidated by it. I didn't think I was, you know, would even have the talent or whatever to, to be a great coach. But then my cousin, who was the person who was my first ever coach and started me playing basketball and was kind of a reason how I ended up going to KU, he had a daughter that had started playing, and she was pretty good. And um, she was in the sixth grade, and, and he had been on me about coaching, and he asked if I could just come out and help with third sixth grade basketball team. And I went out to one, one tournament and then practices after that, and I just fell in love with the game. I fell in love with those group of kids and the parents. And, you know, and, and from there it was just studying and trying to soak up as much basketball knowledge and going to as many camps and clinics and watching videos and trying to just be the best that I could with coaching those young ladies. And that was really kind of how the bug got
2: started. So, Coach, I appreciate you because uh, you said in the in the story the Eagle did that you uh, thought you basically bombed the interview, and I think everyone can relate, Every literally every person. I've never known one person to go to a job interview and say, man, I did great at that. I know no. I'm getting this job. So what was that, uh, not only that experience like, but just the process of, of communicating with Wichita State, them being interested in you, you being interested in them, and that uh, marriage coming together?
1: Yes, well, the, the – um... The, the tough part about it was, so my first conversation with, um, with Scott and Kevin, my first Zoom was, it was um, last Thursday. I can't remember the exact day before I officially got here. It was a week before that I did my press conference. It was on a Thursday. It was like 10, 11 in the morning. We got off the phone around noon or whatever. And um, um, I, left, I left the uh, Zoom. I really wasn't focused because my dad was still living and kind of fighting through his last days, and I you know, made sure they understood that the situation I was in. And literally five hours after I had um, did the interview with, with them was when my dad passed. So I just didn't feel like, you know, I, I, I knew I wasn't at my best. I mean, I was just a little bit distracted, and, and some of the things that they had brought up to me, I just didn't feel like I was at my best and as focused as I could be. And all I kept telling my wife was, I just hope they give me a second chance just to so they can see who I really am. And luckily, you know, a couple days after he died, we had another conversation, and um, I felt like I did a lot better. I was a little more locked in, and I didn't have a way to thinking about what's going on with my dad and worried about if somebody was about to call me and let me know he had passed and that kind of stuff. So I, I felt just more of myself in the last few conversations with we, that we had. But it was a pretty quick um, uh, process, which I had never even been through the whole recruiting process of trying to be a head coach. So, I mean, I'm just excited about it. I was happy that they felt comfortable with me and that I was able to be open and up front with everything that I had going on, and it didn't hurt me.
0: Talking with Terry Nooner, the Wichita State women's head basketball coach. Uh, so you have had a very busy time here. Uh, what? <laughs> yes. t- t- tell me what's going on right now in your world. What are you? What are you trying to accomplish at this time? I know that you're probably in the midst of trying to bring a staff together. Uh, if I'm yeah. correct, uh, you don't have any assistant coaches yet. Is that right?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, but, but there's there's been people I, I I've been talking to, and it should be coming out officially. Um, later on today or probably tomorrow, the people that, I, that I'll be um, connected with. So well, all I can say is about, about those people that I'm bringing on, I just feel like I wanted to be more local slash regional. I want uh, my recruiting efforts are going to be focused more on to keeping the best kids in our region home that want to be here, um, especially the best kids out of Wichita. You know, I've seen for years and years just being in the business, top flight like kids that are from, you know, this area, and they go and play at other places. So why not try to do whatever I can to try to keep those players home and play in front of their families and their, their hometown fans who watch them throughout you know, being little kids in high school. So that's kind of been a big focus we've been focused a lot on just recruiting, um, this is the last week of workouts before my kids get into the, the last part, of the, the academics uh, semester and finals. So we're getting a chance um, this week to get on the court with them and just kind of see them up close and personal. So those have been the main things. And then after that, it'll be trying to find a place to stay and what part of town we want to live in and and, and those things. So meet, and then meeting with donors and and. Uh, bunch of important people that are connected to the program that's kind of a big part of what i'm doing also
2: so as as far as recruiting goes are you still kind of recruiting for this team have you had conversations uh with with players who have have or haven't remained at wichita state is the portal as active as maybe it is in the men's game what are you looking at as far Uh as uh, building this roster
1: so, so really is 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 um, of course evaluating the, the players we have now and and seeing like you know where they are in their processes. We had a number of kids who had got who had gotten in a portal, um, some who have since gotten out of the portal, and and you know some who have stayed who just had already found other places they wanted to go before I, I was even hired. So yeah, just uh managing the portal, um, using my resources in uh from different schools and AU coaches and then trying to, you know, lock into and, and check into like uh junior college kids also. So it's been kind of like uh all over, you know, looking at kids that maybe that maybe that have decommitted, that were 2023s and maybe looking for a home. But just trying to, like, fill out our roster at this point is the most important thing right now.
0: Terry Nooner, our guest, you've, uh, you've been around a little bit in your coaching yeah. life. So where, where, where are the influences, Terry? Who, who really made uh, a mark on you and, and did inspire uh, this love that you now have for coaching? Who are some of those people that uh, helped you along the way?
1: I mean, I think um, for one uh, Reggie Middlebrook, who um, he's my cousin, who started me playing, who I started um, coaching because of his daughter, and his daughter is now an assistant at Kansas, so it's good to kind of like see that go full circle. But he was like my first influence, and then I just think I'm a kind of a, a mismatch product of all from Bray Williams, who I played for, and a lot of how I structure and do things is is based on what I learned as being a Jayhawk and playing under him, and then just from um, being in women's basketball, I'm a just a piece and part of all of the different coaches that I coach for. Missy Tyber, who was my first coach that I coach that I coached with, taught you know just her toughness and tenacity, and Bonnie Harrington, who I worked for at KU, her ability to just you know attention to detail and scouting and and understanding everything the team was going to run and being pre- prepared for games christy curry watching the way that she managed her family and having balance and family balance will work and then brenda Freeze, her ability to motivate kids and develop players into greater players than they are when they come in and then watching how she you know use mindsets and motiv- motivating kids to play even above what they thought they can play in her ability to motivate in the locker room. Then Ty Lue, his ability to co- coach players like uh, LeBron James and uh, learning how to be open and honest with players and his ability to draw players out of timeouts and the way he structured his program. And then Karen Aston, his toughness and rebounding and defense and um, recruiting and knowing everything about a recruit and, and not – leaving any rocks unturned. And then Brandon Snyder, just an offensive genius and the way he ran plays. So I think I'm a mix of all of these different coaches that I've coached with, and I've taken pieces from everybody I've worked for.
2: Now, of course, you want to get to uh, the NCAA tournament, but what did this past season's yeah. run with, with KU teach you about kind of yeah. what it takes to win in the postseason, what it takes to win yeah. those, those do-or-die games and just uh, being able to get through a run like that?
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think for me the biggest thing is understanding that you can fight through adversity. I mean, it was was pretty disappointing for our young ladies and our program and our team to sit there and watch the selection show and, and thinking that we had done enough to make it to the tournament and not to get in. And dealing with the sadness and the you know the anger and frustration of not making it in, and then having to like you know pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and try to you know get ourselves into the WNT, and just fight through the adversity, get a game at a time, and, and understanding that if you take it a game at a time, and if you don't lose hope, and if you, if you keep battling, great things can still happen for you, even if, if even if they're not the most ideal situation.
0: Uh, Terry Nooner is our guest. We're talking Wichita State women's basketball. You you said earlier, and it was music to my ears because I've always contended that Wichita State women's basketball uh, can be a big deal, and it yeah. hasn't been uh, really uh, often over the course of its uh, of its lifetime. What what do you see in untapped potential here at Wichita State? And and I especially agree with you that. Uh, recruiting more in the region and more locally is is one aspect of that Uh, why do you think Wichita State is a potentially a hidden treasure
1: I think is I mean when I first started my career at Southern Illinois University we were still in Missouri Valley with Wichita State when Coach Jody was here and she had some great teams. So I got to come down here and play on the road against uh, Wichita State and just see, you know, the kind of crowds and things and support that she had when her teams are real good and just understand how, the love of basketball that's within this community. Um, I think that's why it's untapped. And that's why I feel like really focusing in and honing in on the local talent and making sure that we do every everything we can to keep those players home, I think that's a big part. And I, I've seen, when, you know, Coach Marshall took his team to the Final Fours and how he packed the stands and how much of a home court advantage that his teams have. And so I believe that if we can get kids that and. the uh, play a style of play that people really want to come in and bring their kids and, and watch and we play an entertaining style of basketball we can create the same kind of home atmosphere that you know even that our guys have been having which is going to help the success of our program
0: well we really appreciate you taking a little time to come on our program we hope to do this periodically with you tara we enjoyed the conversation uh best of luck to you as you embark on this brand new journey as a head women's basketball coach here in Wichita. Thank you again.
1: Okay. Thank y'all so much for having me. Talk to y'all soon.